Greetings. Welcome, Sharps, Newbies, and Squares, to yet another edition of Play On with Jory and Harley. I'm your humble host, Jory Middlestat. He, to my left, cleanly shaved, is the professional, Mr. Harley Redlick. Coming off a tiny winning week, broke a couple of weeks of bad results, and right back on the horse again, I am sure, this week. As always, we're powered by PointsBet, the official sports book of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, NBC, and a whole lot more. This is the NFL Week 9 and more, another Sports Equinox edition of the program. It is, I believe, the 28th now. We'll talk about that in a minute because there's also a nice little twist to today's Sports Equinox that I'll tell you about in a moment. We're with you each and every Thursday live from the bottom line in downtown Toronto right here on Front Street. It's literally, literally, excuse me, right beside the Hockey Hall of Fame and Harley's go-to spot for wings. I think you're sticking around having wings tonight, didn't I, I hear? I am. Very nice. Come down, say hi to us anytime. Enjoy the wings, the drinks, <clears throat> the great atmosphere, and say hello. So... What's going to happen on the program today? Well, we'll get into week nine of the NFL. That is the focus during football season. We'll touch upon the World Series. They have something to say about the CFL playoffs. We have, I don't think the CFL, well, I was early on, I was talking about the first place. Uh, now, we're, week, right? we're the official sponsor of. Uh... Yeah, they are part of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. You are correct. Again, we'll touch upon the World Series. There may be a college football. There could be a baseball pick. There could be a hockey pick, an NBA pick. Everything very close to the vest. He'll fill us enough. What we won't do is break down every NFL game. We'll just focus on a few and, of course, picks. I think I'm taking a seat again this week, but I'm going to be back next week with at least one pick. Some bad news. Trader of PointsBet Canada will not be along this week, but we do have some information that he, he and junior trader Ryan were kind enough to pass along because I had questions for him and we have answers. However, Teddy Greenstein will be along for the second week in a row. He's been kind of every other week. He's making a back-to-back appearance. We're not sure he... He will join us. Teddy's the senior editor and player development manager for Points Bet USA and the head man at the Hustle Neuter. If you're in the U.S. and you're a Points Bet account holder, hey, check out the Hustle newsletter. It's uh, it's entertaining and it's short and to the point. So check it out, excuse me. And there could be a gambling story of the week, in fact, to us coming on air that he has a short one. And so before we go to Harley to recap last week's picks, and we may even get into some before that, how do you get in touch with us? Tell us we're great. Tell us suck. Tell us what you want to hear. Any and all of that. You can reach out to either one of us on Twitter. J O R E Y middle. Harley is at Sharp Edge Picks, and you can also email us, playon at pointsbet.ca. Do you want to do the recap of your of uh, last week's picks first? Get into some news and notes, if you will. 
Uh, we can do the bet summary, and you can remind people that points bet wants you to get. Oh yeah, don't worry, I'll do that. I won't forget. So I entered the week down one point five three units. I won one point two three units on my any versus a home dog. That was sweet. I lost point two units. My same game parlay. I was all over Lamar and the Ravens, but he only rushed for forty five yards, and I needed sixty one. A live long shot bet that just didn't come in. Yeah, you got three of the four legs, yep, right? Yeah. That's them breaks. I lost 1.07 units as the Jags lost a close one to the Broncos. A toss-up game. It didn't go my way. Again, that's the Broncos. Deserved to lose that one because they were up 7-0. They had a first and goal from the one and opted to pass the ball and throw a pick, which was ludicrous play calling. Finally, I won a unit on my underbed in Seattle Giants. I was cruising, had a late scare, held on. Again, it's a very fine line between winning and losing. In the NFL, that is the understatement of the year. I made 0.96 units for the week. I'm down 0.57 units since we started the podcast, so less than one unit. Again, if your unit betting is $10, I'm down $5.70 to date. So you're almost at break even and had a nice little win back this past week. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you'll, you got a full slate today of picks. I do. Okay. All right. So first, let's talk about the sports equinox. For those who don't know, it's a very rare occasion when all four major professional sports in North America have games on the same day. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It was uh, the 27th ever and... You had it as a super, right? A super duper sports A super equinox because MLS was also running. That is not the case today. Right. Now, it wasn't supposed to happen today, but because of the Game 3 rainout in Philly of the World Series, everything got pushed back a day. So now you have both the NFL and the World Series going tonight. Only two games in the NBA and a bunch in the NHL. But here's the twist today, Harley. Okay? Here's the twist. Houston and Philly are playing in both the NFL game and the World Series. One in Houston, the football game. One in Philly, the baseball game. So that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. And also Sunday, if the World Series goes seven games because of the rainout and the pushback, Sunday would be another sports equinox Topped off with a game seven of the World Series and a Sunday night football game between the Titans and the Chiefs. And the CFL playoffs. And the CFL playoffs. But they don't call that one of the major professional sports leagues in North America. No, they don't. With good reason. Well, and we don't, I'm not here to shit on the CFL. It, that's just the reality. I don't mind the CFL. I'm not a fan of the CFL in Toronto. I just got an email that the first 10,000 fans that buy tickets are going to get a free jersey at the Argos Eastern Conference final game. If you have to promise a free jersey to get fans for a playoff game to go to the Grey Cup, that's not a good sign. No, that would be another understatement of the year. Before we get into our picks and the usual fare, we have to remind you, not once but twice, this will be the first, that PointsBet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience But if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connex Ontario helpline at 1-866-531-2600 or message PointsBet's amazing customer support 
and they will help you personally. All right. So was it a no hitter last night? I mean, technically it's a no hitter in the world series. It was not a no hitter. Well, there were no hits in the game by the Phillies. Once the starters pulled me, like a lot of fans, we saw it was a five, nothing game. The no hitter was no longer alive. And I stopped paying attention. If they would have kept in the starter. Did you watch game one when Philly came back from 5 nothing down? Yeah, but in-game odds, it's rare. This was also later in the game. This was the this seventh was later inning. In the game. They hadn't done anything. it was anything. the fourth inning last time, right, where they were up 5 nothing. and they got to Verlander, yeah. who, by the way, is the starter tonight against Syndergaard. Yeah, looking to break has it. has not pitched a lot in the postseason or since he came over to the Phils prior to the trade deadline. Oh, Thor is no longer a superhero. Uh, because it's obviously a key game in a 2-2 series. <laughs> Again, uh, I don't want to use keep using the same frame, but phrase, but that is... Yeah, the Astros are minus 160 tonight. They're about 60% to win the game. They're actually minus 182 to win the World Series, not surprisingly. If they win tonight, you got to figure it's almost home for two games. They win one of them. And even if they lose tonight as a dog with Verla coming home and they just got to win the two games. And they're pitching uh, Lance McCullers in game and and Verlander in the fourth inning of game uh, game one has been outstanding. Mm -hmm. I mean, just incredible. Um, do you have any thoughts on tonight? I do want to say, remember, Verlander has net. He's made now, I think, eleven World Series starts. His team has won one of those games. He has not factored into it into the decision in terms of a but eight losses in the World Series. If you if you go back to the division series, right? He got hammered in Game One. Yes, he did. All right, mm -hmm. they came back and won that game. Mm -hmm. But in his second start of the postseason, he was good on more, on more regular rest. I think he went on an extra day's rest today, right? Yeah, the Astros made the curious decision of not starting him yesterday on rest because of the rain out. Looks like a decent call. Well, since other guy no-no <laughs> yeah. for a bunch of innings, and now they got an extra well-rested. The right decision. Javier's given up one hit. In 13 innings, one hit. And you got to figure that's also factored into the line as he'll be kind of the, the well, second he'll be man available for game seven, 100%. Right. right. 100%. 100%. Did you have anything else to add about the CFL playoffs or, or that we covered it? Uh, the CFL playoffs this week, uh, Sunday, the Alouettes are a small favorite home to my wife's Hamilton Tiger Cats. BC's a small home fave to Calgary. No clue. No bet. Well, the top three teams in the league reside out west, right? Winnipeg's the class. So west has been dominating BC, in the BC CFL and for a while were now. Both 12 and 6. Mm -hmm. uh, the Argos won the East at 11 and 7, although the last game was a throwaway. They rested everybody because they'd already clinched. They give away free tickets to any kid who plays flag football in my son's league to that game. So, I mean, just free tickets. Just take free. No signups, no nothing. Just take free tickets and go. Was there anything else you wanted to discuss before we get to the NFL? 
Uh, I mean, you want to cover NBA now or NHL if now? If there's picks, no, I want them later. No, it's, picks. it's called it's called okay, a tease. The, We're going to make people tune in to till later to get your got pick. it. So I have no pick on the NBA. It's oh, a dull okay. night. Golden State's yeah, two, a big favorite in Orlando. Denver's a big favorite in Oklahoma City. I never mind taking big home dogs, getting two to one, three to one, but that's a pass. The NHL tonight's got a ton of games. Are you, no, are you going to have a pick later? Nope. Oh. There's no huge dogs. No super value. I'm going to pass. Shout out to the Leafs. Minus 340 favorites yesterday. They won against a bad team with a backup goalie. Yeah. They had to who, come who from, was on a back-to-back. And they got to come from behind to do it, but at least they won. Uh, no picks there. Saturday night's the MLS finals. You have a pick for that later? Nope. Okay. Nope. LAFC is a big favorite against the Philadelphia Union. It, Philly, it's it's the Philly sports year at yeah. the moment. Well, My I goodness. Mean, Other the, than the Flyers right now and are the still Sixers. still playing well, and the Sixers don't look so well. Well, Harden's out now apparently for a month. Yeah, that's not going to help their chances. No, that is not going to help. All right, LAFC is a big favorite. I have no feel there. I don't want to discuss college football right now because I'll likely have a pick on that later on. All right, so let's get to the NFL. Oh, we have Teddy. All right, let's do that instead. Beautiful. Good timing. This is where we had him slotted in, if he's listening. So the timing is excellent to have our good friend, Teddy Greenstein, the senior editor and player development manager at PointsBet USA and head dude at the Hustle <laughs> newsletter. So how are you, Teddy? And are you still confident in your Phillies World Series bet? Ooh, I don't think I was ever confident. I think, as you guys uh, noted and probably chuckled, I, I, I made that bet because that was the team I wanted to root for. Yeah. And I thought as long as they have at least about a 30% chance, we could justify it. Um, also threw down on Bryce Harper for MVP. That was looking really good until last yeah. night. So going to need some help. Obviously, have to win tonight and then uh, hope for a win in Houston. Very good. So last week, there was something we didn't get to that – uh, you and Harley wanted to get into specifically Joe's versus pros, which put another yeah. way, especially for our newbies, is public betters versus sharp. We may or may not call them professionals, but sharp betters. So I'm going to throw it to Harley and let you got let you start this discussion. Where did you want to take it? I just wanted to ask you, Teddy, how much you pay attention to stuff like that when you're looking at lines line movements, etc. Yeah, I really, I really do Harley. Like a lot of it I'm looking at for the sake of the hustle, because I think that's my favorite feature in our Sunday edition, because a lot of betters really want to be on the side of the sharps. They don't want to be with the public. And we see games like that. Best example, uh, recent example is the Bengals and the Browns. 80% of the money, uh, 80% of the tickets are on the Bengals. The entire public is on the Bengals, and there are some sharps on the Browns, and that was obviously the side to be on. So I'm always trying to identify, you know, roughly three pros versus Joe's games a week in the NFL. And last week, I think every pro hit. So uh, we could talk about this week if you like. Sure, go ahead. But before you do that, for those wondering, like, where are you getting that information? How yeah. is it available? Is it publicly available aside from when you guys are referring to it in the hustle? Like, where can you find out where the pros versus the Joes are? It's on a, great a specific question. game. 
Yeah. So um, it's in the hustle right on Sunday and that is publicly available. Uh, you know, it's, it's sent to all points bet clients. If there's a points bet client, if there's a non points bet client out there who wants to know, they can always uh, DM me uh, at Teddy Greenstein <laughs> and I get the, I'll get their email added to the list probably, but I'll also ask them why they're not betting on points bet. Maybe they're not in one of our 12 states or in Canada, which, uh, which is certainly a good excuse. Um, it's somewhat publicly you know, available. Like we send this out to the media and we send this out to people who are interested. We call it our insights. And we come out with like the Thursday night game on Wednesday and then the Sunday games a little bit later. Um, and there's certainly apps out there that have it, but certainly don't have our proprietary points bet breakdown. And there are some people you can follow on Twitter, you know, who are in the gaming space, so to speak. Um, you know, the writer for ESPN, uh, for the chalk, and there's others that will put it out on Twitter. So publicly available yes. to say, hey, Sportsbook XYZ said, um, you know, just like you described with the Browns and Bengals, 80% of the tickets slash money is on one side. But there's actually more or 80 percent of the tickets are on one side, but more money on the other, meaning the public's on where 80 percent of the tickets are. And the and the more money, which is only 20 percent of the action or the tickets right. is on the is is coming from sharp betters. Yeah, David Purdom of ESPN does a great job with that. Yeah. You know, so the first game I would talk about is uh, Jets versus Bills. Uh, my Jets, who in one week went from. Very promising to a complete disaster, and Zach Wilson needs to find uh, a new employee. Uh, that was that was awful last week. Those those interceptions were horrible. The late hit before halftime was atrocious. However, the sharps are not giving up on them totally. So that line against the Bills got to as high as thirteen, and now it's back yeah. down to eleven and a half because the sharps are feeling like thirteen is too many for a team like the Jets. Uh, who, who at least have a good defense, some semblance of a running game. Maybe Zach Wilson will be back, and maybe the Bills uh, coming off a short week won't be as sharp as they normally are. So that's the first one. Um, just a quick aside. Was Zach Wilson seeing the same Patriot ghost as Sam Darnold uh, a few years ago? Seriously. <laughs> I, I mean, just a, like Zach Wilson, your first, second, and third job, don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Don't put the ball on the ground in Denver. If you're trying to throw it out of bounds, don't throw it down the sideline and give up cheap interceptions. And that's exactly what he did. Uh, Bills are obviously a superb team. But, I mean, interestingly, Josh Allen threw two picks last week. So uh, it's hard to believe that he's going to have an, another off night. But maybe if the Jets' defense is good enough, they can lose 20 to 10 or 20 to 13. Is there any other game that caught your attention in this regard? Yeah, the other pros versus Joe's games I'm, uh, we're going to write about are the Bucks against the Rams. Uh, the pro side there are the Bucks giving three, whereas the public, which normally likes uh, favorites, is on the yeah. Rams plus three. I think they've just completely given up on Tom Brady yeah. and are just assuming he's not going to win another game. And then the other one is the Colts-Patriots game where the public, the Joes, are on the Patriots laying five and a half. And uh, the professionals are on the Colts taking those points. I guess just figuring it's going to be a close game. And you know how the pros are. They buy low, sell high kind of thing. And, and they probably feel like the Patriots are now overvalued after a good week. After Tuesday. Oh, did you have something, Harley? Yeah, I'll let Teddy, you go it's first. interesting. 
You mentioned that because most of the time you're right. The sharps are on the dog and the casual betters are on the favorite. There's a huge college football game on Saturday where the yeah. opposite seems to be the case. Undefeated Tennessee is an eight-point dog against Georgia. And that's what's attracting most of the public money where kind of the squares in the public think eight points with a team that just beat Bama and they're undefeated. Yep. And yet the Sharps know the talent is with Georgia. So what are you thinking there? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm falling right into that trap. I'm taking Tennessee. <laughs> it is amazing to see it. 85% of our spread handle uh, is on the balls. You know, it, it does remind me last year of Georgia-Michigan. Michigan had been playing so well going into that playoff game. And yeah. Georgia was laying seven and a half, and Georgia just obliterated that team. So, um, look, if Georgia is going to win this game by nine or more, I'm okay being wrong because I thought this line was going to be six, six and a half, and I'm going to stick with uh, what I'm seeing. All right, before we get to your picks for today, did the trade deadline deals that went down on Tuesday in the NFL change your mind about any of the teams. I mean, there weren't a ton of big name players, but yeah. you know, Chubb moving to Miami. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Ravens picking up Roquan Smith, Robert Quinn, right? Moving. Uh, we'll see him tonight for the Eagles. Did did was anything impactful enough to sway the way you feel about a team? Yeah, I mean, I threw some money down on the Dolphins to win the AFC. Uh, I don't think they will, but if they get far enough in the playoffs, you know, that can be cashed out or hedged. Um, that I thought was the most significant because, you know, with the Dolphins, it's just a question of the defense. So, you know, if you add a really good piece there. And, and the Ravens certainly strengthened themselves. There's such a debate here in Chicago about Roquan Smith. Like, yeah. Is he a building block. Is he just an above average player? Is he worth 20 million? Like everybody thinks they know it's probably somewhere in between where he's probably a good starter, but not a superstar. Uh, so those were interesting uh, ads with the trading deadline. I just love the fact that it was so active. I mean, when we were yes. younger or even five or 10 years ago, there was this this unwritten rule that in the NFL, you almost never traded guys. Why not? So it's much more interesting now. Oh, absolutely. And what do you have for us today? And I'm sorry to point out you were 0-2 last week, but you were 2-0 the previous time. So yeah. we'll give you the benefit of the doubt and hope you can give us some winners Thanks, today. What do you got? Yeah, and by the way, um, I am 5-0 and against the spread in the, each of the last two weeks in this NFL pool I'm in with uh, fellow Chicago media members. I was... Under 500, but but 10 in a row. So that one feels good, although I got very lucky on that uh, Atlanta-Carolina game. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Although I feel like it was the right side. I feel like Carolina was the right side, but it was about to lose there for a second. Uh, yeah. So that was nice to see. You know, I went Davis Mills under uh, his passing yardage total tonight of about 210. And I, look, we all know the Texans are going to be down. I just think without Brandon Cooks, without their top yeah. receiver, not sure that it's going to matter. I just don't think they'll be able to throw much. Um, so, you know, th this could be a garbage one where in the last couple drives he gets some. But uh, that's my best one. Plus, I'm certainly playing uh, Philly uh, first half line. I got him at uh, minus six and a half at like minus 150 or minus 160, I believe. I think that's, you know, a very strong play. That'll be shocking if, if the Eagles are not up by uh, at least a touchdown at the half. And then a couple quick college plays that I Whoa, can mention. Nice. Oh, yeah. One of the quick, quick bonus college plays. Uh, Auburn plus 12 and a half is in the hustle uh, over Mississippi State. A lot of 
teams now are getting a bump when they fire their coach and the interim comes in. So I think Auburn can keep it close there. And then I like Texas minus two and a half against K-State. Obviously, Kansas State coming off a, a rousing victory, but not a great rush defense in Texas as Bijan Robinson. Um, all right. I will point out that you're you're clearly following the Eagles M.O., that they have been incredible in the first half and put up a ton of points and have and then they kind of clamp things down with the defense and get a little more conservative in the second half. Yes. But that is that is how they've been operating this year in getting to seven and zero. Four yeah, picks, and Teddy. You know, even the third and the thirteen and a half is is somewhat irresistible. Um, you know, you always are wary of that kind of a big number, like we saw with the Packers and the Bills. But uh, certainly, the vast majority of our action is on the favorite tonight. And our sharps are too. Jay Croucher, who's Probably the smartest better I know is willing to lay two touchdowns with uh, the Eagles. As yeah, well. I saw that line has gone up. Uh, in, well, at least at points bet Canada to 14, up from yes. 13 and a half. Teddy, as it always, th- thanks for the time and the knowledge. And we'll, uh, we'll hope to talk to you again next week. And best of luck with your four picks. You too, guys. Have a great night. We'll see you. Thanks a lot, Teddy. Take care. Thank you. That's Teddy Greenstein, Senior Editor and Player Development Manager at Points Bet USA. And if he's still on the line, I could, I've told it to him before. He's the chief bottle washer at the Hustle Newsletter, which is, which is a, a great little piece of information. This Croucher guy he's talking about has been really good in that newsletter. And Ryan Leaf also makes picks there, and he's been all right. Yeah, they've been hot. The information's valuable. The more information you can get, the better. All right. Let's get to week number nine. In the NFL. But before we do that, as always, I have some numbers for you, Harley. Go for it. Through eight weeks of the NFL season. Now, the Tampa-Baltimore spread, right, last Thursday went from Baltimore favorite to Tampa favorite. So these numbers could be skewed depending on whether you're looking at opening lines, closing lines, etc. But the numbers I had, the favorites had a winning week. Mm-hmm. Barely. Eight and seven. The dogs, though, still with the lead at 68, 52, and 3, or 56.7%. Mm-hmm. Home dogs, which there's a lot of them this week, 2 and 3 against the spread last week. And by the way, the, the numbers I was giving favorites and dogs were against the spread. Home dogs, 2 and 3 last week against the spread. Four games over 500 on the season at 26, 22, and 2, 54.2%. Interestingly, the away dogs, so these are against the spread numbers, 42-30-1. So over 58%. Hmm. Totals, a a weird week for this year because the favorites won and so did the overs, although the margin was tiny. Eight and seven. There were 15 games last week. Only two teams Mm -hmm. had the bye. Under still lead big time, 71-50 and on the season. 58.7% for the unders. Let's get to the games. Sure. So there's eight early games this week, one o'clock Eastern kickoffs. Six of them are home dogs. Six of the eight. Wow. Now, I'm highlighting two of them. Of course, both of them featuring home dogs. And one of them has seen a big spread movement in the last 24 hours. I'm referring to the 5-3 and three Miami Dolphins at Chicago to take on the 3-5 and five Bears. Both teams were active at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Miami bringing in Chubb. 
the Bears uh, sending out Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn from their pretty good defense, which is curious, but I guess it signals that they're not really expecting to do a whole lot this year. Although the Bears did add Chase Claypool from the Pittsburgh Steelers to help Justin Fields out at wide receiver. And the Dolphins also, uh, in the Chubb trade, uh, traded away Chase Edmonds at running back, but then quickly brought in Jeff Wilson, who their head coach Mike McDaniel knows well from his time as the OC in San Francisco to replace Edmonds. The spread was five and a half, five yesterday. It's now the Dolphins favored by four, and the total is 45 and a half. Is this one of your games? Yes, it is. Wow. And again, we do not discuss this beforehand. We do not. So the theme to my picks this week in the NFL is betters overvaluing what they just saw. Meaning like the trade deadline? No. Last week's results. Miami with the big win in Detroit. Going against it for value. And, and Chicago getting blown out by Dallas. Nope. The total. The number is 45 and a half in this game, and I'm on the under. I'm risking 1.07 units to win a unit. We all know about the unders, especially this year in the NFL, right, Jory? You just read the stats, 70 and 50. The Bears and the Dolphins are not two super offensive teams, especially the Bears. Yet 45 and a half is a big number. The betters got a taste of it last week. The Bears scored 29 and gave up a whopping 49 to who again? My Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys scored 49, gave up 29 to the Bears. Miami also scored 31 and gave up 27. This line is inflated by the recency bias. The better is loving the over. I'm fading it for value. I'm on under 45 and a half in Bears Dolphins. All right. The other early game that I'm highlighting. I don't know if you have a pick on it or not. I don't. And the reason is on. the reason is the is the spread. It's the six and one Minnesota Vikings at Washington to take on the three and four, maybe for sale, commanders. The Vikes made a good addition at the trade deadline, getting tight end TJ Hawkinson from the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. with their starting tight end and a good one, Irv Smith hurt and likely out for at least a month. I was going to say the Skins, but they are the Commanders. They're the Commanders. They've actually won two straight with Tyler Heineke, a quarterback, in place of Carson Wentz. The spread, though, 6-1 and against 3-4. and Washington's last couple wins have not been anything to write home about. Vikings are only a a 3.5-point favorite. The total's 43.5. Thoughts on this one? The line's about right. I have the Commanders at 4-4. and According to ESPN, maybe you're right. I don't know. If you look at the numbers, Washington's only a minus 30 point differential, and the Vikings are only a plus 29 point differential. It's not a huge point differential. At the end of the day, Washington loses games close. The Vikings win games close. And being on the road and laying more than three, I mean, the Vikings winning this game by three points is exactly what you'd expect. I don't disagree with that, and I, and I think the, the bookmakers are telling everyone that they are still not sold on the Vikings. I mean, they're the favorite. They're on the road. They're expected to win. Yeah, the the, the Washington's won four games because they won Sorry, their right. opener versus Jacksonville and then Chicago Green Bay Indy. Right. 
My bad. Wow. I should have had them at four and four. What a division. Nobody they've, under 500 in that division. They've won their It was supposed four to games. be a joke, that division. Yeah, well, we'll now see. it's the best division in football. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. Washington's won their four games by six, five, two, and one point. And they've been blown out a couple of times in losses. So three times, actually. So anyways, line's probably about right. Now, are there, is there, do you have an, a pick from any of the other early games? I only talked about nope. two, and there's eight. Nope. And again, six of them are home dogs. All right, let's go late kickoffs, four east, well, 405 and 425, and primetime. There's only two late afternoon games this week. Yeah, because the Rams looked and like it was the premier game, right? It, I mean, both teams disappointed, but preseason you figured the super bowl defending they champions played in the, they played in the playoffs Brady, last year in the divisional round matchup yeah. so it well, just didn't work out that way that's your 425 quote-unquote national game of the week as the networks like to call it mm -hmm. three and four rams at tampa to take on the three and five reeling buccaneers tampa's a three-point favorite the total is 42 and a half can you believe the total's that low for these two teams that were incredible offenses just a year ago. And that's with Brady leading the league in passing yards, despite not scoring a ton in his struggles. Yeah. So the the uh, the champs, that'd be the Rams, defending champs, they lost again to the Niners in the regular season, which occurs a lot since it's been uh, Shanahan versus McVay talking mm -hmm. about the head coaches. The Bucks. And that was coming off a bye. The Rams were coming off a bye, too. The Rams did beat them in the NFC Championship. And they then ended did. up winning I a said Super Bowl. regular season. So that win's worth a hell of a lot more than whatever other stats are out there. But go on. The Niners covered that spread, though. Yeah. They were a three-and-a-half-point dog. They lost the NFC Championship game by, by three. three. Bucks have lost three straight. First time Tom Brady's lost three straight games since 2002. That's 20 years. Right. I would say... This is almost an elimination game of sorts. The loser's in big trouble if they want to make the playoffs. Having said that... Not for Tampa, uh, not horrible right, division. Uh, having said so that... So it's not even took an the words out of my mouth. The division they're playing, they're only one game out at three and five right now. And nobody's figuring Atlanta is the juggernaut that... I mean, they could win the division because the right Rams, now... the Seahawks are in first place and they don't look like they're anything special. If the Niners lose this week, who are they playing? They're home to the Chargers. No, no, they're all they're on a bye, and yes. then they're home to the Chargers, which is tough. Eh. Any thoughts on this one, or this is not a game you nope. have circled? No, prime time. Prime let's go. Time. Ah, okay, let's go prime time. Good one Sunday night. A pair of five and two teams: Tennessee Titans, leaders of the AFC South, against the Kansas City Chiefs, leaders of the AFC West. It's your Sunday nighter. Chiefs are eleven and a half point favorites it was 12 yesterday so it's come down half a point and the totals come down from 46 and a half to 46 titans won ugly last week with malik willis at quarterback 17 10 at houston who we'll see tonight ryan Tannehill right now is still a question mark his status is unknown for Sunday night. Yeah, the betting line suggests he's not playing or he's right. playing injured. That, the, the line Titans, suggests that. So, so he's not playing or, like I said, he's playing injured based on this line. King Henry went for over 200 on the ground last week. The Chiefs are coming off their bye week and a big win at San Francisco, right? The, they had lost to mm -hmm. the Bills the previous week. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, 
but I know that Andy Reid's record off coming the off the bye, yeah. it's something like 18 and two. It's it's Here, in the let's 90. Google it. It'll come up right away. Andy it's in the 90 percent range. Off. I know it's excellent. Andy Reid off a of bye. Google knew what we were talking about. It's, what is his it, record after it, a bye? 20 and three. There you go. Including 12 and one at home. Which I guess would mean he's eight and two on the road, which is pretty damn impressive. And he's at home Sunday night. Is this the primetime game? Nope. I do have a comment about that game because okay. it ties into my same game parlay. Uh my name of bet. Do you want to talk about the name of bet now? Well, we're going to that game, or we go back we'll, to that. We'll go. We'll do name of bet after this. Okay. So I think you can figure out that my picks on the Monday night game. So if you want to tee it up, you can. And okay. then I'll I'll tee it up. Explain it. Five and three Baltimore Ravens at Nolens take on the three and five Saints Monday night. Ravens are now a two point favorite, down from two and a half. The total is 48. Ravens rode a big second half uh, to the, their win at Tampa last Thursday night. So they're coming off a little extra rest. While the Saints stayed at least relevant, certainly in that NFC South, with a 24 0 home win over the Raiders and Andy Dalton is the starter. Jameis Winston's healthy, but it looks like they're going to stick with Dalton. I like the Ravens. Minus two, risking 1.1 units to win a unit. Again, the theme of betters overvaluing what they just saw. They just saw the Saints shut out the Raiders 24-0 at home. But the Ravens are a better team. They should be three points in this spot on the road. We talked about the significance of the three where the Ravens, the small favorite, are winning by three 8% of the time. And in this case, you get a win instead of a push. I think they are overdoing the Saints a little bit because of the 24 nothing win. The Ravens have an edge at quarterback with Lamar. They're the better team. They're well-rested because they had the 10-day rest because of the bye week, which uh, the Thursday night game, which is perfect. I'm on the Ravens. Okay. Are you going back to a Lamar same game parlay or just, just nah, straight I got a, up? I got a same game parlay for tonight. Okay. That's enough. One same game parlay a week is enough for me. Before we get to Thursday night's pick and analysis mm-hmm. and any other picks that Harley's been holding back on us. Normally, Corey Travers, the head trader at PointsBet Canada, would join us. He couldn't be with us this week. I wonder what his excuse is. We should find well, out. He's already been to Hawaii. We know that. Right. So I don't, you know, I don't think he's on vacay again. No, I don't know where he is. But I'm sure that something came up because he does make this a priority. We know that. Yes, he delivers. So combination of Corey and junior trader Ryan, I said, well, I had questions for Corey. I need answers. So first, let's talk about the name of bet. You came up with a nice uh, cross sport special, and and they set and. Uh, Corey and Ryan set the line. So yeah, tell us th- about it. This is a fun one. If you want to turn on your TV at 6 p.m. Sunday to watch the Raptors and Bulls. And when that game's done at 8, 15, 8, 30, flick on the Sunday night football game between the Chiefs and the Titans. What will be higher? Mahomes completions or Siakam points? Mahomes completions, Siakam points. So you figure both are going to be you know, somewhere in the low to mid 20. So I'm guessing the line would be pretty even. I said it to be pretty even. It's about a pick em. Again, it's more of a fun bet. Two sports on a Sunday night. 
plus a possible World Series. I mean, Sunday night's going to be an awesome night to be on the couch watching sports. What was the actual line there? One of the one side was a tiny Mahomes favorite. was minus one twenty, and Siakam was minus one ten. I mean, the way Siakam play is playing of late, and I mean, but it's not just. He's scoring well, but he's stuffing he's the stat sheet, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Assists, rebounds. He's the man. Yeah. I told you he said he was going to be a top five player, wants to be a top he's five player. He's not a player. top five player. He's never he, going to be a top not five He's not yet, player. but he's... He's not a top five. He's, Doncic, Jokic, Curry, he's, Greek freak and beat. That's five. So, who's he, who's so he far, usurping? Who, who, so who's far, he, I just need right five. Now, he might usurp Embiid. Oh, yeah, because if you got a call right... If Masai called you right now and said, listen, Jory, do me a solid. I don't know what to do. I could swap and beat for Siakam right now. Are you like, no, don't do it? Yeah, I don't know that I'd make that so deal. Embiid is never in shape. He's a crybaby. I, I, I probably rather have Siakam right baby. now. He cried when Kawhi no, four no, no, bounced him out that. of the playoffs, I and I don't blame him for that. that, that I'm not referring to that. I mean, constantly harping about Morant. foul calls. I forgot about Morant. What about Morant? You trading Morant for Siakam? Jaw, jaw's pretty awesome. You want Morant? I'm telling you right now. You want now. Curry. You want the Greek freak. Well, Doncic. Curry, Curry. Okay, let's start with Doncic, Jokic, Greek freak. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, I don't think I'd take Siakam over any of those three. Morant. Mm. Fuck Tatum. You'd rather have Tatum. I could I name know, you man. 10 The way Siakam is playing. Oh, yeah. well, Can he sustain it? I don't know. But if you look at the numbers right now, He's top five so far this year, without question. We've got to get you Corey's old uh, Raptor sweatshirt. You can wear it on the air with this loyalty. I love it. Okay, so one of the questions I was going to have for Corey was, I, I know no massive names moved at the trade deadline in the NFL, but there were some significant moves, some of which we talked about with Teddy. And so mm -hmm. I, I, I wanted to know if any of the moves actually impacted the future lines. And... It did a little bit. The Chubb and I guess Jeff Wilson, they traded out running backs uh, for the Dolphins, did move their Super Bowl odds from plus 3,300 to plus 2,800. Mm -hmm. So from 33 to 1 down to 28 to 1. That's a decent size move. And the Ravens, who we just talked about, right? And they added Roquan Smith at linebacker, went from plus 1,600 to plus 1,400. Other than that, no one's futures were really affected, but those were some moves. The other thing we always ask is about action tonight. Is it substantial on the Eagles on both the spread and the money line? And the answer to that was, uh, yeah, all the money pretty much is on the Eagles, which is not a surprise. We also generally ask about Sunday's action. Um, and what we got back was 75% of the bets are on the Vikings at minus three, right in that game we talked about earlier, uh, where they're on the road at Washington. But only about 35% of the money is on the Vikings. The expectation being, as we talked with Teddy about pros versus Joes, that the Sharps appear on a live home Washington. dog yeah the vikings don't blow people out they tend to play games close so at three points for sure the the actions the sharp guys are going to take washington and then the other thing we like to know is like where's action like when the world series is happening versus the other sports well especially last night the leafs played the raptors played and it was the world series i was actually surprised points bet took three times as much action on the world series than they did on the raps or leafs and they took about 
the same action on the wraps and leafs. So there you go. Uh, that, does that surprise you, especially here in Ontario, right? Points bet's only active in Ontario in Canada. Yeah, it surprised me that, that the World Series saw that much yeah. action in a Philly, Houston, where Toronto fans are kind of upset, and especially when both the Leafs and Raptors are playing on TV. Yeah, I, I was a little mm -hmm. surprised by that. Um, so, But that's the kind of information we like to get from the traders at Points Bet Canada and Corey Travers promises he will be back in person right here next Thursday. Speaking of which, let's talk about the Thursday nighter, shall we? It's the unbeaten, the only unbeaten team in the NFL, the 7-0 Philadelphia Eagles at Houston to take on the 1-5-1 Texans. Now, the Eagles added another defensive piece, piece with Robert Quinn to help their pass rush. Um, and they beat up the Steelers at home last week, meaning at home in Philly. The Texans actually hung with the Titans, but they couldn't stop King Henry. As I mentioned earlier, he went over 200 yards. And Philly likes to run the ball. Houston has the worst run D in the entire league, and it's not even close. It's like by 30 yards on average a game. So do you have a pick or just a same-game parlay for tonight? I got a same-game parlay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Eagles are now a 14-point favorite. Total is down a, a half point from 45.5 to 45. This is the Texans' Super Bowl. <laughs> They're home in a rare primetime game. And no Brandon Cooks, their number one wide receiver. He is out tonight. They're playing an undefeated Eagles team who are traveling on a short week. Laying 14 in the NFL is hard. Doing it on the road on a short week when the other team is playing like it's their Super Bowl, I'm expecting more of the normal snooze fest Thursday game where taking the big points and the under on Philly is value. So my four-team same-game parlay is Texans plus 14. Under 24.5 Philly points. Jalen Hurts under one and a half touchdown passes and under four and a half receptions for A.J. Brown after his sick game last week. Including three touchdowns. It so pays seven and a half to one. I'm risking 0.2 units to win one and a half units. All right. So it's 0.2 units. To win so one it was and a half. Texans plus 14 under 24 and a half Philly points. Mm -hmm. Uh. Jalen Hurts under, under one and a half touchdown passes and A.J. Brown under four and a half receptions. I got to write this all down. And A.J. under four and a half. His number's only four and a half? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have, He doesn't get a volume of catches, and obviously, last week. it's the running week. the ball thing. And especially if the Eagles are up big. It's well, and they the spread the ball, right? They've got Devontae. They've got mm -hmm. a really good tight end in Goddard. They use Sanders and others out of the backfield as receivers. Mm -hmm. So, Okay. A four-legger paying seven and a half to one. Okay, now it's time for anything else you like on the sked this week. NFL, college hoops, I NHL, like NBA, which you told like us you will not have. I like college football. Okay. We talked about the quote-unquote awesome matchup of Georgia and Tennessee. I'm taking Georgia minus eight, minus 110, risking 1.1 units to win a unit. I rarely bet favorites. Yep. But this is a notable exception. 
This is a matchup that looks great on paper of quote-unquote awesome teams and undefeated in the SEC, and Tennessee's already beaten Alabama. But look at what the line is telling you. The line came out at eight, and everybody is pounding Tennessee, and the books are more than happy to have the Georgia Bulldogs because they know that Georgia is vastly superior. They're in a different class, and I like a minus eight to beat up on Tennessee. You do believe there's a big separation between these two teams? Huge. And you'll see it on, I think you're going to see it on Saturday. Like anything in particular, right? The Tennessee quarterback is, Hooker's been incredible. Georgia defense is like an NFL. It's good. It's good. Their offense can be a little hit or miss. It doesn't have to be amazing. And I mean, yeah, it'll still work. Georgia's got the recent pedigree. That's for darn sure. They are the defending national champions. 24-10. Last time they lost the game. Yeah. 24-10 type of final is what Uh, I'm anticipating. You see it as a low scoring affair? Yeah, that Georgia controls. Okay. So you've heard a lot of picks from Harley, which he will recap momentarily. But even though he's got a lot of picks, nothing over one unit, a same game parlays, 0.2 units, which leads us to our second reminder of the day. PointsBet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience, but if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connex Ontario helpline at 1-866-531-2600. I'll say it again. 1-866-531-2600 or... Message PointsBet's amazing customer support, and they will definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, help you personally. All right, time to recap the picks. I'm taking a seat this week. It's been a nutty week for me, and not that anybody gives a shit, but as I was telling you before the show, my mind is in a bit of a fog because my computer died today in the middle of something important. How like, old is your liter- computer? It's like, too I'm old. Putting you on it's too old. Whole, you look like the kind of guy that has an old computer. Well, I was about to get a new one, and now I have no choice. Oh. But it, like, I mean, died, completely died. So if I seemed a little out of sorts of points today, that's because my computer died. No and we are so reliant on technology, it's crazy. Yes, we are. So tell us all of your multitude of picks for today and this weekend. So I was down 0.57 units entering the week. Tonight, same game parlay, Texans plus 14, under 24 and a half Philly points, Jalen Hurts under one and a half touchdown passes and under four and a half A.J. Brown receptions, risking 0.2 units to win one and a half units. Saturday, I'm taking the Georgia Bulldogs minus eight, risking 1.1 units to win a unit. I expect them to crush Tennessee. The NFL on Sunday, I'm taking under 45 and a half points in Bears Dolphins, risking 1.07 units to win a unit. The total's just too high for those two teams. And on Monday Night Football, I'm taking the Ravens minus two, minus 110, risking 1.1 units to win a unit. I think they're much better than the Saints. The Saints are coming off that big win against the Raiders. The line should be three. You got to take it at two. All right. I'll wish you luck in a moment. First, we have thank yous as we are wrapping up this latest edition of Play On with Jory and Hartley. Thank yous go to our great producer, Jordan LaRoche. Thank you, sir. Our great host at the bottom line, 
definitely worth coming down to check it out again on Front Street, literally sliders. right. Look at those sliders. They got great looking sliders. <laughs> okay, I'm we like, know you're hungry. You'll get there in a minute. Thank LaRoche, or can we just grab a slider for him and not and skip the thank you? We're going to. Can I finish thanking our host I at the also bottom have line? To tell my gambling news story quickly, but you oh, can okay. you do your thank yous quickly. So come down, check it out, say hi to us. We're here. We start at 5 10 Eastern every Thursday. We usually go about an hour. Sometimes we hang out after. So come down, say hi, grab some wings, drinks, tons of screens, lots to watch. We won't thank Corey Travers, the head trader at Points Bet Canada, for being here in person. We'll thank Ryan, though, for providing we'll the information. Good job, Ryan. Ryan, junior trader, and I know Corey chipped in as well. We will say thank you and good luck to Teddy Greenstein, who joined us again this week, the senior editor and player development manager at Points Bet USA and head honcho at the Hustle newsletter with a so super fish bet eagles minus six and a half in the first half laying the laying a little bit of too much juice That's yeah I, I didn't love the juice on that but that, but he did it because he's laying less than seven mm-hmm. correct so what's your little gambling story before we say goodbye so i gaming ontario released their new numbers and yet again it was pointed out that their figures are only about 40% of the numbers coming out of comparable states new jersey pennsylvania and michigan Meaning comparable in terms of population, Similar populations, size. products, etc. Now, in iGaming or Ontario's defense, we move from gray to white, not black to white. It excludes the OLG. We don't know their numbers. They don't report their numbers. They allude to stuff without ever producing their OLG real being the Ontario Lottery Corporation, which runs ProLine and their online ProLine Plus or whatever it's called. And part of that is that some of the operators weren't even legal last quarter, but now they are all legal. Having said all that, the figures are much lower than the comparables in the U.S. It's a key benchmark when evaluating performance. It's nice and all to announce that iGaming revenues is X, but when the comparable U.S. states are almost 3X, but Somebody's again, doing something not optimal. Not that, uh, not looking to pump OLG's tires or anything, but those numbers have to be pretty significant, wouldn't you think? I think their online product is weak. Their retail store product is confusing. I mean, I don't know if you've ever played around with their product, but it, it takes a PhD in sports betting to figure out where the futures that, markets right. are. I'm out. When, right. When that right. happens, I'm out. Yeah. Like. I, I've gotten multiple texts from people saying, is this a joke? I can't it, figure this out. I've got logged out five times. This isn't working. But having said that, they were the only legal game in town forever. But, I mean, we know the gray market was operating. We ge- were in the gray market. As a general rule now, when the government has to produce a product that has to compete <laughs> with the private sector, I mean, look at the ArriveCan app. Imagine private companies could have competed with the ArriveKin app. For like, what was it, 60 mil or something? you think anybody would have used the government product? No, No. it would have cost the government 10 times more for an inferior product. That's how the government rolls. That's why they're the government. I would expect the next report, right, coming through the the, uh, NFL season, right, right through the heart of the NFL season, um, NBA, NHL, baseball playoffs being factored in. I think those numbers are going to rise. Again, I don't know if they'll get to the comparables the in the U.S. But they're going to rise in the U.S. That's the thing about comps, right? right? Yeah. If they can't figure this out, they're always going to lag the U.S. And the threat to IGO is that if their numbers are only a third of the comparable U.S. states, 
the resources that some of these guys put into Canada, whether it's advertising or jobs, are going to go with them. And, I mean, again, it's quasi-government jobs, so they'll just move them into a different area of government to linger. So, again, we uh, we know Corey will be back next week, God mm-hmm. willing. We'll see about Teddy, but we think he'll be back with us. We'll certainly be back. Don't forget to check us out on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, do all the fun things that mm-hmm. go along with podcasts. Again, you can reach out to either one of us on Twitter, at Jory Middle, at Sharp Edge Picks. Points Bet Canada on Twitter as well. You can also email us, play on at pointsbet.ca. And again, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, not just reach out, follow us and follow Points Bet Canada. And if you're in Ontario, download the app, open your account, listen to us, hopefully, and start playing. And so we say goodbye, as always, with the following. For Harley, I'm Jory. May all your picks be winners. Ours too, especially. We'll talk to you next week for another edition of Play On with Jory and Harley, powered by PointsBet. And next week is the halfway mark of the NFL season where we're going to do a proper evaluation. Yes, we shall. And then the following week, I think we got a World Cup preview because that's coming around. And the following week is U.S. Thanksgiving where the Bills and the Lions kick off three games. So it's an exciting November. Absolutely. Thanks, Harley. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Sounds good. Take care. Enjoy, guys.